Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and we turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we either answer questions from our dear listeners or that we find wild roaming the internet just in search of some advice. And we, we deliver that advice. Just some wayward questions, just grazing gently in the fields of uncertainty. What we do is we walk through the long grass and questions jump out and attack us and we throw our balls at them. <laughs> we use our other questions to battle them. Now, Dane. Yes. Speaking of throwing balls to capture rare creatures in long grass, have you collected uh, one of the rarest men yet? Uh, probably not. You haven't laid eyes on the so-called rarest man, the Sigma male. Ooh, Sigma male. Have you have you heard of this lately? No, absolutely not. So I, what I can only imagine is in a response to the rise of, uh, I hear there's this great podcast that's uh, kind of like anti-pickup artist. Um, I forget what's called, Sex Friends or something. But uh, <laughs> they've they've gone one step further. No longer is the alpha male the top. Now the Sigma male is the rarest man. Well, okay, there's a difference between being the like the apex and the rarest. Because like I would say that having a terrible disease would make you a rare person. <laughs> it wouldn't make you anything to like I'm not looking at people who have, you know, horribly rare genetic disease and being like, "Damn, wish I was him." A sigma is an alpha, but he's got more of an edge. Think Ooh. a lone wolf. He also commands a room with quiet mystery and intrigue. Because of that, women gravitate to him. He also finds success in his career, but isn't afraid to push the envelope and take risky moves. Men in the manosphere regard the Sigma as the rarest archetype and pine for those qualities. Think John Wick. Some even regard Keanu Reeves himself as a Sigma. So, okay, it seems like Sigma, what they're now idolizing is a decent human being. <laughs> I think it's like it's basically just alpha, but they're I think they're trying not to say it. So they're like or like what they would previously claim alpha because it's basically all the things that an alpha does. But like quieter what they're just like, if you're saying, hey, Keanu Reeves, who is kind of regarded as, you know, one of the nicest people in sort of, you know, the the social consciousness to be like, yeah, man, he's a sigma. It's like, OK, you're now just worshipping or at least recognizing that like not being an absolute asshole is what women want it seems like these guys have discovered decency and are like holy shit <laughs> whoa what the fuck is this hold on a second you say that if i don't grab women by the lower back and pull them away from their friends while sweating all over them they're gonna <laughs> like me more i don't if i don't capture them with my my blazer and put them in my sweat cave if I don't desperately try to shoehorn how much money I make into a conversation in, in an effort to attempt to impress these women, they might respect me more. Now, you would hope that that's the way they went, right? Like you you look at Keanu Reeves, you're like, damn, he's a really nice guy. Seems very down to earth. It would be great if that's who they're celebrating. However, I see no proof that that's the thing, but we do have three quotes from a two hour long sigma male affirmation video just to get us more to level us up i think okay right so this is a two hour long video and it echoes phrases like this i have a steely gaze and a strong presence 
I am hard to understand. <laughs> From a place of powerful intuition, confidence, and perception, I could easily pierce through lies and manipulation. That sounds like a feat in uh, Pathfinder. That's literally a like a class description for a fantasy character, 100%. And finally, I am comfortable being the brooding figure. Okay, I've switched my thing for them deciding what decency is. No, they've discovered teenage emo. <laughs> you found teenage I'm, angst. <laughs> I am hard to understand. I can see through manipulation while I brood. It's wait, like wait, oh, there's a fourth point about putting on eyeliner and my chemical. Oh fuck. It's emo. It's just god damn it. You must wear checkered converse. <laughs> Man, I fucking want to die. <laughs> what? What's happening here? Uh, yeah, so that's a new thing we have to deal with. And it's really funny because they make like a throwaway line in this article. And it's like, <laughs> it recently uh, became viral on uh, Twitter when someone reposted screenshots of Sigma related content with the caption, what the fuck is going on with man? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, hey, Steven, I really appreciate you coming into work and trying something new, but I don't think it's appropriate for your suit jacket to be covered in band patches. I'm not okay. I'm a Sigma male. I'm just a Sig and my life is a nightmare. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a thing. So we can all strive to one day be that Sigma male. Now I'm just going to brood in the shadows while, while, while the rest of the conversation goes on. I hope you can hear that I've turned off my lights and I look very sad. You know what? Here's the thing. If this is the new tactic, if, they, if they're going to sort of step back from like the aggressive peacocking, like in your face, like I'm the, I'm the cock of the walk to just kind of like lurking in the shadows. I think this is a win. Hey, remember that dude that like literally stopped going to the underground because we would stop him like like basically assaulting people yeah. he did lurk like lurk in the shadows near the bathroom yeah he could like corner women that were by themselves so it's not much of a step away yeah i guess all right you ready for a question yeah i hit, hit you yeah i'm gonna start off because i want to get to a uh user submitted question before we run out of time hell yeah this comes from oh no i just i didn't really look at the agent name submitted but now i've I've parsed it. Uh, this comes from Agent Broken Badge. Okay. I have never made my boyfriend of two years come with just penetration, and it is destroying me. When he's close, he'll pull out, rip off his condom, and start jerking himself off until completion, followed by the same old phrase, will you take this, in brackets, in my mouth? I do. Feeling like we never get anywhere because he is so stuck in this play-by-play. -play. I basically feel like, why am I there anyway? Could you please help some sh shed some light? Is this normal activity because of the porn industry? Any advice would be appreciated. Now, I imagine, yeah, the porn industry has definitely played into that massively. Uh, whether it's normal or not, I would say no. Yeah, I don't like I, I don't love the word normal because especially when it comes to sex, it's so fucking like the, the degrees of everything. But it sounds like there is something at play here. And mm. I think that is what we need to sort of discuss as opposed to like, you know, trying to pH balance what's yeah, honestly there is no normal like yeah but on the other hand I also don't think this is normal 
like I know those are two very contradictory statements, yeah. but I still think that's true. I For don't me, think it's healthy, which is like the no, important thing to No, I don't think so. And especially not if you are upset, which clearly it seems that way going by the name and, you know, what we just read. Uh, so many things. So firstly, like have you have you talked to him? Have you let him know that you do not like this? Because, you know, it might not be that your vagina isn't good enough or he doesn't feel whatever. It might just be that he thinks you like this as much as he does and, you know, he wants to finish with your mouth around his dick. You know, it could be as innocent as that. Like, he doesn't understand that this is affecting you and, like, for him, like, blowjobs are great. Mouths are great. Um, having a condom off and being able to feel, like, a little bit more, you know, it's pretty great. Um, so, like, not all negatives there. So, like, one thing I would definitely say is to to talk to him because if he doesn't realize that this is affecting you, you know, and if it's an issue of like him making the choice rather than not being able to, I think it is definitely good to get that out of the way. And at least if he knows where you're coming from, you guys can like maybe shake it up, work on this. My first question when I read this was, I was like, have you talked to him about it? Because if you haven't, that needs to be step number one. And I think yeah. we can like discuss some tactics on how to bring it up in a bit. Um, another thing I want to put on, uh, and not like really in his defense, but something that might be on his mind is he might not feel comfortable finishing inside you wearing a condom. I know there are a lot of people, both men and women who, despite the, the means of contraception that you're wearing or using, you know, ejaculating inside someone concerns them or scares them to the point of not finishing. I was like that when I first started having sex and even like kind of when I started, when I was single and sleeping with multiple people, I wasn't a big fan of, of finishing inside someone, even if I was wearing a condom, and even if they were like, I'm on the pill. It just wasn't something like it, it, it stressed me out so much. Cause like for, you know, however long after I had done it, I would be like, God, I hope I don't get a fucking call or a text. And then I know that's an irrational fear uh, to some degree, but like, it could be something like that kicking to play where he, you know, wants to pull out to finish and then a combination of, yes, the porn seems to definitely of the like, you know, finishing in your mouth kind of thing definitely seems to be at play here. And also kind of like what you said, where it's like he might have done it once and it went over well or, you you know, you guys did it and you agreed to it. And now he just kind of thinks that like this is the acceptable way to finish in this relationship with neither of you having discussed why he's doing it and that you actually don't like it. Yeah, and if it's making you feel bad, and I'm guessing by the, the Broken Vag agent name that you feel that way, um, then it's definitely something you need to talk about. You need to get out of the way. Um, if it is the case that he cannot finish, you know, for whatever reason, uh, then he's probably using the wrong condom. You know what I mean? Maybe it's too big. Maybe it's too small. Maybe there's too much lube, too little lube. You know, maybe the position's wrong. It could just be a mental thing. There, there are a lot of things to get into then, but like you 100% need to talk to him first, let him know where you're coming from, and then figure out what his problem is then before shaking it up and either trying, you know, like there are condoms that are thinner. There are condoms that, you know, there, there are a lot of different ways to do this, but I do think it's, it's pretty unfair and unrealistic for him to expect you to finish him in his mouth, in your mouth, <laughs> every time you guys fuck. Unless you want to. Yeah, even if you don't mind it, like even if you don't care about finishing them 
off in your mouth like even like a little bit of variety is nice to do the same thing every time it really does kind of like damper the mood or at least like i know if i knew like what i was going to do during sex like if every time i had sex i knew like play by play beat by beat what was going to happen i think i'd find it a lot less enjoyable and a lot less exciting oh 100 percent. like every time i have sex it is wildly different and that's what i want you know what i mean like i don't plan it before i go in half the time sometimes you're like you know what i want to do and and you do it and that's fine yeah and just knowing if it's always going to go down the same way that's not very fun i what i do also want to say is don't assume that because he's doing this is you're not satisfying him sexually because chances are what's happening is he's pulling himself out because you are about to make him finish yeah right like like the the penetration and your vagina and all that there's nothing wrong there i it seems like it's doing its job and at the point of you know him finishing he pulls out to stop himself from finishing yeah and let's be fair like you're not just a vagina you're an entire person and a thing you've clearly turned him on and gotten him there but at the same time it's still your mouth it's still you that's participating and turning him on like the fact that you're saying you feel like you're not there like that that kind of breaks my heart a little because it's like mm-hmm. you're reducing yourself to just a vagina. Obviously you feel bad about it or else you wouldn't be writing this question, but like you're still there, you're still participating, you're still like part of every aspect of this, you know what I mean? There could be a million reasons why he's doing this. Like maybe it just feels dirtier to like come in your mouth, you know what I mean? Whereas like coming in the condom is is quite clean and it's, you know, the other one has like an air of like dominance and like maybe like a hint of like I don't want to say degradation because like, I don't think he means, you know what I mean? Like in, in a kinky sense, not in a mean sense. Um, So maybe those are kinks that you might want to explore. And maybe this is kind of how he gets like a little hint of that. Like there are so many different ways this could be done. Not all of them are negative unless, you know, you have talked about this and he doesn't care and insists on doing it. Right. Um, Yeah. But there are a lot of ways that are not negative about him and you uh, like, you know, by any means, um, that this could go down and you need to talk. You just need to talk and figure it out. If, if there's some more wild shit, you can follow up with part two of this question. But I really do think you need to talk, let them know how you're feeling and move on kind of like accordingly. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. You need to sit down and have a conversation and be like, Hey, you know, can we talk about, and like I said, we always urge, this is not a, a thing to have like right after sex. No. People tend to be a little bit more defensive, a little bit more on edge when that this is, you know, if you find a time where you guys are sitting down and talking or, you know, even just choosing a moment, it's hard. It's tough. I know. But especially because you've been doing it for so long, it seems kind of strange to be like, hey, so about this thing we've been doing for two years, presumably. But it's it's enough to be like, hey, I would like to talk to you about sort of like sex and be like, when you finish, like, why? Why do we do this every time? And, you know, is is there a reason you don't want to finish, you know, inside me? Is there something else we can do? Can we, like, maybe change it up a bit? Um, and and pursue those conversations and, and talk to them. Like, I think the, the two things you need to talk about when you have this conversation are, one, why he does this every time. Why he refuses to do anything else. Even, like, you know, just, you know, coming on your ass or, you know, like... If he doesn't want to finish inside you, there are other options. It seems like he's laser focused on this one. 
and then also bringing up how you feel about it um because just just kind of like needling him about it i think could put him on the offensive but if you're like this is how i feel about it and i would like to not feel this way anymore i think is a good way to sort of bring the conversation where it's about both of you guys yeah and i think like it's very easy for conversation like this to go badly because everyone's insecure when they're talking about really personal things like sex and their genitals and whatnot. Um, so try not to skew it that way. And you can always, you know, add a little bit of spicy sexiness in there and be like, Hey, I want to feel your dick come when it's like inside me, obviously you're a condom on, but like, you know, I, I want to that like intimate moment. And that's a lot more fun to hear than like, why are you not doing this? Am I not good enough? You know what I mean? Like you can, you can add things in there. Cause I'm sure you do want to feel that. Right. And yeah. it's nice to hear and it's, it's sexy. Right. So I think try to err on the positive, but a hundred percent you have to talk to them. And like, if there is an issue, you know, like if it's a sensation issue, maybe try more lube, less lube, different condom, you know, bigger, smaller, thinner, etc. If it's a mental issue, then, you guys got to talk about that. So hopefully you can work this out. Um, please let us know if you guys come to a collusion or if you have any other questions, if you need to like follow us up with a little bit more uh, detail, we can delve in a little deeper, but hopefully we are able to help you there. And thank you as always for trusting us with your question. Are you ready for some bitterness? Yeah. What is a walk date? After six months hiatus from OLD online dating, I recently returned to find the bar as well. And truly on the floor, there seems to be a lot of cost minimization strategies employed by men of online dating. So good, in fact, I'm surprised Bain and McKinsey haven't come knocking at their door. I don't know what that means. Seven out of ten dates I'm being asked on are walking dates. Can please someone enlighten me as to what is a walking date? I enjoy keeping fit and go to gym three times a week and walk my dog daily. But what is a walk as the main and only activity in the context of a first date? Are we walking to a bar or a restaurant or just walking around aimlessly? In my city, COVID restrictions have eased and most venues have reopened and returned to pre-COVID capacity. I find these offers cheap, low value, and do not show respect for my time nor a serious intention for a relationship, which is what I'm looking for. I'm not a show pony to take for a walk around the paddock for the man to decide if I'm hot enough for a real date and investment. In almost all cases, I say flat out no with the exception of a few instances where I've regrettably suggested a more appropriate date, only to find the man exhibit traits of stinginess on the date, such as not allowing me to order food, i.e. they already ate before date, etc. So going forward, I will just cut my losses at the first suggestion of a walk date. Would be interested to hear if others are experiencing this strange phenomenon. One more thing. To add insult to injury, most of the time the guy expects you to go to them for the walk. I'd love to know which girls are accepting these dates, as it's enabling this LVM behavior in prevalent in online dating today lvm meaning i just love value up. mail low value mail yeah got it <laughs> oh boy um i love that we're in the middle of a pandemic right and she's like how dare these assholes want to be in fresh air and not in highly you know dangerous situations so that they could buy me dinner yeah, like this is literally just I'm pissed because they're not spending money on me. Yeah. If that's all you want from a first date, you suck, right? Like if your main thing is like, oh, no, no, are they spending money on me? Like whether it be, I don't know, a taxi or a cake or fucking beer or dinner. Like if that's your main thing, 
you suck. I'm sorry. You're dating wrong. The best is like when she was like, they didn't let me order food because they had already eaten. It's like, you can order food. Like, <laughs> like no, you're welcome. Let her. Yeah, it's like, I highly doubt the guy was like, ah, yeah, no, it's like, you, go ahead. I, I've already eaten, but if you're hungry, yeah. go for it. I bet oh. you that's what it went. And she got mad because it probably, it, like, she probably assumed that they weren't going to buy her food. Yes, which is so fucked up. It's like, him having eaten has no bearing on whether you can have food or not. Like, he he didn't, like, grab you and, like, you know, muzzle you as the fucking waitress or waiter came over and was like, no, no, don't look at her. Don't listen. She can't have yeah. food. Oh, I she's ate. not. She's not hungry. Thank you. Yeah. Um, also just a glass of water for her <laughs> the only thing sh- this person can think of about going around to walk is that they're being paraded around like a horse like they're showing off or like judging them it's like if they want to go out with you you've been judged and they find you acceptable at the very least yeah i hate to break it to you but if you're on online dating chances are that like yeah they've seen you and they know what you look like unless your pictures are fucking buckwild which hey let's not put it out past this woman that yeah. her pictures are like 10 years old. I've never gone on a date to be like, I wonder if this woman's attractive. Yeah. Because it's like, sure, I've gone on dates where I've been like, oh, your pictures have are very misleading and I'm not attracted to you. That's fine. That's cool. Yeah, that's or, you totally know, different situation. Yeah. Over the course of the date, I've not found them attractive because of who they are. Yeah. Like also what fun. would happen if I went out with this person? But nine times out of 10, you're not going on a date to discern whether or not you find them attractive. Because that's the craziest idea ever. Yeah, the irony is like going out on a walking date is probably more personal than going to a bar because like you don't have alcohol to distract you. You don't have other things kind of going around. It's just you and them and you're talking, you're getting to know each other. So it's not, as she claims, like a step away from a real relationship because that's actually quite, you know, a personal getting to know you step. It's not like I want to hook up, right? Maybe it is, but like it's also a pandemic it's a pretty safe bet yeah like the the safest place you can be right now is kind of like outside in fresh air that's why there's so many places that don't let indoor dining take place Mm -hmm. so it's like it's one thing i mean like you know these guys are already taking enough of a risk to like be dating yeah so it's like yeah i'm i'm okay with not being indoors and surrounded by a bunch of people that's cool yeah, like minimizing that risk is a respectful and cool thing to do. And to like disparage them because they're not spending money. Because again, there's not no other metric here. It's just money. Yeah. That's fucked. And you suck at dating. So I have a question for you. Me or this hypothetical woman? No, for you. Okay. Because I'm more or less done with this woman. This comes from Igloofile on Reddit. I'm not going to read the, the question. Oh, y'all one of those. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it gets right into it. So uh, they say, hello. So I'm talking to this guy and we were talking about how strange dicks are. So I mentioned the thing about when a guy cracks his dick like he cracks his knuckles. And this guy tells me I'm insane and no guy can do that. My ex used to do this all the time, mostly only when he had a semi boner. He would basically take his dick in his hand and crack it just like his knuckles. I was so fascinated and weirded out by this at the same time. I had no idea dicks did that. He told me most dicks can, but now I'm talking to this guy and he has never heard of it. And I don't know anyone else who knows of it. Was my ex some kind of X man being able to crack his dick? I swear it cracked. I've seen it, heard it with my own eyes. She dated Cracky D? <laughs> Cracky D famed 
superhero of the Midwest. Imagine that being your superpower. It's just like in the pivotal moment, it distracts them. It's like they're about to like they've gone to your head and they're like, say goodbye. And you're like, and they like look down your dick and you knock them out. Uh, that's the thing. It's like I, I, I was joking about being like, oh, it's a shitty superpower. But if I was robbing a grocery store and some guy would just drop his pants and just snap his dick, I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, even just hearing it made me feel ill. I can't imagine seeing and or actually like hearing it, not just hearing it be described. Yeah. Okay. Can I? Okay. We're both on the same non-cracky dick sitch, right? What? No, watch. Oh, man. You know, I was going to do that. I was, like, fighting to find something near me that I could, like, crack. But, like, my bones don't crack. My knuckles, my joints, nothing cracks on me. Everything cracks on me. Um, Including that shaft. I know. uh, Thankfully. (sighs) And then, like, a bunch of people in the comments, it was pretty much 50-50 of people being like, yeah, I do do it all the time. And other people being like, crack. So, um, I, I did a little bit of research. Mm-hmm. And this is actually talked on uh, uh, Dan Savage's podcast, and he had uh-huh. like a doctor on there. Wait, is there... that a podcast we beat in the uh, Filipino charts? Uh, yes, it is. Okay, so just go. <laughs> Sorry, Dan Savage. You may Sorry, that's right I just wanted to, to double check that we were in fact at one point better than you. <clears throat> Continue. But yeah, like apparently, so it's at the very base of your shaft. Mm-hmm. And sort of like where the where the skin meets your your pubis or like the shaft meets your pubis, you could pop that. And the doctor is like, yes, that happens. Um, but they offered no explanation as to what specifically is popping? was popping. And also, is it bad for you? Well, here's my thing is I assume it is because cracking your knuckles is not good for you. You know what I mean? Isn't like, that, it, isn't that a myth? No, I think it was like I think there is because I've, like I've heard both. I've heard both sides of that. So the I think the myth is that it creates air pockets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and that's what's bad. I think the what is actually bad for you is that it uh, it promotes like a bone movement that isn't supposed to move and grinds down the bone in ways that it isn't meant to be moving. I think is the so is web the actual, MD. Is telling me right now it's fine. Oh, okay. Well then, yeah, go crack your dicks. Unlikely to cause you harm. Now, I say that purely about knuckles because I do not, I do not, I, I refuse to believe that cracking your dick is healthy. So please don't crack your dick, especially not because of this podcast. If you want to do it on your own accord, by all means, we do not give you the green light. I don't. I personally yeah, I... do not give you the green light to crack your dick. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's a good thing to do. Like, hey, um, do it if you I, want. We're not going to stop you. The but thing we will is, not endorse it. I am kind of curious because, like, there's nothing better than like having a good back crack or like a neck crack or a knuckle crack. Like, does it does it feel good? Can you like I, crack yourself to completion? Well, okay. Here's the thing. Can I you, don't think can it feels. You, can you crack off? Ooh, cracking off. I don't think it feels sexually good or I wouldn't imagine it's a sexual pleasure the same way that like, you know, cracking your back isn't a sexual pleasure, but it's a release. It is, it is a good feeling. I would like to know. And I say that, like, let me tell you right now, I'm in no way going to try to figure out how to pop my dick. I don't even know what it would pop there. Is it just some people have something? 
think about um oh yeah what what's popping i have no idea but the the image someone drew as a as a way to describe it is like think about your dick like your legs are spread in a v sitting down mm-hmm. your dick is erect pointing out mm-hmm. like you mean up not up but like you know like a, a straight out from your i know this okay. is an unlikely like way it. that it don't would. like it um and then you gra- like you bring your hand straight down onto it like almost like a claw machine game <laughs> okay and then you're gripping it so that the thumb is towards the bo- base of your shaft mhm and then you just crank it to the left or right i guess that's terrible um <laughs> i i'm done with no i'm done with this um we've told you how or what not to do with your genitals i think it's time to tell you some pleasant things to do to your genitals let's take a quick little break we will not endorse cracking your dick but what we will endorse and who will endorse us is manscaped valentine's day is upon us fellas So make sure you're ready for wherever the night may take you. Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, are here to tell you that you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day. Uh, Once again, we are sponsored by Manscaped, and 2 million men are already trusting them and their products to groom. Make sure you're one of them. So funnily enough, I was not a person who indulged in manscaping until we actually got uh, our wonderful packages off the Manscaped people. Many reasons, like I never really had any complaints. I also never really knew what to do. And there was like an element of that fear, like you never want to get that nick. And like, it's funny because since we've been sponsored by Manscaped, so many people have reached out and told me about them getting their shaft or their balls or as Dane, you know, illustrated his taint. Uh <laughs> And that didn't sound great. So the other day, I, well, what, two weeks ago now, I went and did my first little groom down there, courtesy of Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. And it was fucking great. It was very easy. It was very simple. And I'm just saying this for all the people out there who haven't, like I did, that you should consider it. If, if you're interested, it's actually very painless. And I mean that mentally and physically. So what you're saying is using Manscaped, you have a 100% success rating in trimming your balls. Technically, yes. I have never cut my balls, and that is technically all due to Manscaped. Yeah. 100% um, success rating from Nile Spain. Yeah. No, but like, seriously, it is really good. I did it in the shower. Um, it's waterproof, so there's no mess on the bathroom floor or the sink. On top of that, it has a cutting-edge ceramic blade, so it reduces grooming accidents, and I am happy to say I got out unscathed. Valentine's Day is is tough. For, for guys, it's very easy to figure out what we can do for our ladies you know what i mean like a nice thing of flowers some chocolates a good dinner and that's like as long as you put in a little bit of effort it's fairly easy to have a good valentine's day but when it comes for the ladies getting the guys something it's difficult ladies we're here for you and telling you this is something that is going to as niall mentioned last week it's going to benefit both of you. One, he's going to clean up. He's going to love the things you get him because they're fucking incredible. Also, if you get the perfect package 3.0, he's also going to get a pair of the best looking boxers that you're probably ever going to see him in. They're soft as hell. And let me just tell you, they're going to make his ass and dick look fantastic. These are some functional ass boxers. And like boxers that feel that good shouldn't look that good, but they do. Like, I would wear them to work as easily as I would wear them on a date. And that's 
great. We don't get a whole lot of sexy things. We've talked about this before. It's like guys don't really get the chance to like wear lingerie and like that kind of stuff. We really only get one piece and it's the boxers. And nine times out of 10, it's like they're all kind of run of the mill. The Manscaped ones, they're, I don't know how to describe it without showing you. Well, dang, do it. Show them right now. Shove it through this microphone. Hey man, I'm going to tell you right now. If someone tweets or sends us a picture of them using our code, which we'll tell you at the end of this break cashing out at manscape buying yourself something i will i will post a picture of my butt in the boxers i will join this pledge we will <laughs> there it is we will post pictures of our butts in the boxers if you it all it takes one person all one person show us that you used our code and we will we will reveal these booties now i will say on top of that the crop preserver and the crop reviver like i like them because they're functional in that like my balls and my dick smell great uh, and you, you know, you want to feel safe because, you know, there's nothing worse than you hear those horror stories and we've heard them before of going down on someone smelling something you shouldn't. And it kind of ruins the whole experience. But on top of that, the uh, their foot deodorant, it just arrived for my roommate and uh, it's fucking great. It smells as good. It smells like cologne almost. It's like your your shoes are going to smell like a sexy man. And that's incredible. Yes, smell is a, a lot of people kind of like overlook the smell aspect of things. And if you smell good, you're going to be instantly more attractive to everyone. And I'm not talking like everyone is going to appreciate your presence more if you smell good. And that is a Dave Miller fact. It's true. And on the topic of smell, they also have a new refined cologne signature scent. It's the same signature scent that's in all their formulas, which one is great because it's good, but two, it's just proof of how good the rest of it smells that they made a cologne on it, and it's the perfect complement to the package. So, down to business. This is the perfect package for your package or for your partner's package. If you want 20% off and free shipping, just use the code BUDDIES20 at manscaped.com. That is B-U-D-D-I-E-S-2-0 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Once again, that is 20% and free shipping off everything in the store. Perfect package, the individual stuff, the cologne, anything on the store, 20% off, free shipping at manscaped.com using the promo code BUDDIES20. Happy Valentine's Day from Fuck Buddies and Manscaped. All right, so we, uh, are we keeping things sexy, I guess? Let's keep, let's keep things sexy. All right. This, this is, is, I guess, technically our Valentine's Day episode. This is Throw R.A. Feast the Music. I'm not going to give you uh, the title. Off the bat, I know there are more tragic, sordid, or complicated circumstances than this one. Some also might laugh more than sympathize. I get that. This is one of the worst experiences of my adulthood so far, and it happened yesterday. Background. I, 28-year-old male, have been dating my girlfriend, 22-year-old female, for about a year plus. She's wonderful, kind, mature, understanding, important traits to keep in mind, crazy about one another and have a future. She knows the good, bad, and ugly about my past and vice versa, and for the most part, I can tell her anything. However, being a relatively new relationship, we're still not past the honeymoon phase where I'm 100% comfortable being myself, warts and all. For example, I leave the room to pass gas, I don't pick my nose in front of her, and that's less of some of my grosser habits. I think that's fine. It's taken me a while in prior relationships to get there. I think that's true of most relationships. Unfortunately, that timeline will be pushed way, way up if I come clean to her about what just happened. So for the last month, we've been living in the same city. About a week ago, I started having stomach issues, namely constipation. 
had it before. I've never seen a doctor or anything. This time, however, it was so bad I had to let her in on the loop. She was great about it, supportive, helpful, even found me a gastroenterologist to see. Our sex life took a dive, but that may have been me, mostly discomfort and not handling my embarrassment well. Fast forward to three days ago. I see a doctor. He prescribes a solution I take. After an hour of discomfort, followed by unbelievable relief in the long shower, I join her upstairs and we both pretend nothing happened. I thought it was done. Those more oh, familiar no. with colon cleanses than I can probably then. I can probably guess what happened the next day. I drove oh, to her no. apartment and when we were close. I felt some gas and like I had to fart. I held it in until she left though. Less than two blocks later, it became very clear very quickly it was not gas and it felt like my whole stomach was full. I found the next parking spot. No restaurants or Starbucks nearby, but their building was two blocks away. I texted her and started to run, clenching the hallway, praying I could make it. I barely oh, made no. it to her, floor, her apartment on the 20th floor. Called her with no answer. I started ringing, pounding the door, yelling her name to no avail. I knew her parents also lived there. She was likely at theirs. Couldn't remember their floor. Nothing that matters. I couldn't make it anyway. All I could think about was not shitting my pants. I opened the stairwell door, saw it was empty. No one was coming. Rather than soil my drawers, I pulled them down. Crouched <laughs> on the wall. I did the dirtiest, most disgusting, shameful act of my life. On the stairwell landing a mere two doors down from where my girlfriend lives. It wasn't just crap. It can't even be described as diarrhea. It was everything there was remaining in my colon that had been backed up there for over a week. I'd truly struggle to believe a human produced it if I hadn't been its maker. I finished the thread <laughs> as fast as I could. Of course, it was only afterwards riding the elevator that I remembered there was a BR, a bathroom off the lobby the whole time. I cleaned myself up in there and sprinted to my car, ignored dozens of texts and calls from girlfriend apologizing, asking if I still needed to use her apartment and if I found a bathroom. I responded when I got home, but kept them brief and vague, specifically ignoring the one asking if I found a bathroom. I have no idea if she found out or will find out. She's clever enough to put two or two together. Obviously, if someone mentioned something about it, unless it was cleaned up, it's certainly the sort of thing floor neighbors would talk about. I feel guilty, like I should come clean. I think, slash know she'll understand, but I doubt she'll see me the same way again. This isn't stinking up her bathroom. This is a full-grown man who couldn't hold it and wrecked her building stairwell. I'm ashamed and embarrassed. If she finds out, especially from someone else, I'd feel horrified and humiliated. I think I'd have to break up with her. I know it sounds extreme, but I don't think we, or I, could recover. Even if she insisted it didn't change the way she saw me, I don't think I could believe her. Do I take this to my grave, hoping she never finds out, or finds out, never mentions it, and left me to live in blissful ignorance? Or do I come clean about it all and trust our relationship is strong enough to overcome it? As someone who has had some terrible stomach issues in the past (laughs) until I sort of figured out my, my, my situation, I feel this man's pain. Thankfully, I've never like shit out in public. I've always managed to like make it to a bathroom in time. I've done unspeakable bathroom crimes in those bathrooms, mm-hmm. but at least there was running water. You know what I mean? Like at least I could flush it. Yeah. <laughs> at least some poor fucking dude didn't have to clean it. Honestly, I, I'm a, a, a strong believer of being open and honest in relationships, <laughs> but this is something that you take to your fucking grave. Yeah, you got to take it to your grave, man. I don't see any benefit in in admitting to it. No. What's what's the benefit? Like, hey, maybe maybe you show up in a balaclava one day with some glasses on and a, a shapeless robe and shoes that aren't yours. You can never be traced. And you throw $100 at the concierge and you run because maybe he had to clean it. You know? Yeah. Maybe she had to clean it. I don't know. 
maybe maybe that maybe you send an anonymous letter that just says i'm so sorry about the stairwell you know what i mean here's three thousand dollars something you know <laughs> something like that because the thing is i doubt she had to clean it so she doesn't need to know about it yeah yeah absolutely this was a you know someone is hired to clean the building and they had to deal with this oh don't worry i found a starbucks that's it yeah that's it that's that's you done and she goes oh man but somebody just spewed diarrhea all over the stairwell you go man i understand that guy because that could have been me (laughs) move on but here's didn't he like go over to her house and then not go over to her house like that's that's a you're gonna construct something like as to why he drove all the way there and then was like i guess she didn't answer the phone right yeah just be like i real i remember there was one in the lobby because there is camera evidence of you entering the lobby going that well i mean more like he was going over to her house no he dropped her off and then was driving away and called her was like can i come back oh right so like in that case he ran up she didn't answer he went to the bathroom to the sorry not the bathroom the stairwell where he 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 acted right yeah 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 Oh, in that case, yeah, you know, you're fine. I thought he was going on his way to, like, hang out with her and then dipped. fucking dipped. Yeah. No, it seems like he was, he had dropped oh. her off, was coming back and just, like, you know. The only thing you need to worry about, and this is because I'm watching shows like Your Honor and I'm a big fan of Breaking Bad, is, like, there's always, like, the one thing that kind of, like, breaks the, the cart house. Mm-hmm. Is there a video camera in the stairwell? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, did the concierge see you run in desperately, like clench running, you know, and saw you shame, like sidling, you know, trying not to walk properly so that your messy butthole doesn't get all over your trousers out of the stairwell? Like, they probably know it's you. Are you going to get arrested next time you show up at this building? Because that's even more embarrassing. Yeah, imagine like you going like why like her parents live there. Here's here's the situation that's going to happen for you, my dude. Her parents are coming down to walk their like little Pomeranian fucking mm-hmm. dog. And she's in the lobby waiting for you. Oh, it's a surprise. Like, oh, fancy meeting you guys here. Oh, you look lovely, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And then fucking Steve, the concierge, locks eyes with you. And you know, you know, he cleaned it up. And he yeah. comes over and he's like, you, you shit monster. You're the shit monster. And Mr. and Mrs. Smith are like, what is he talking about? Yeah, he's he's kept it in a bag, and he's gonna empty that bag on your head. It gets on the Pomeranian. No, that you. I there's nothing that can come out of you telling her. Maybe you know one day when you're fucking sixty eight years old. Yeah, that's you a, can, like you're married kind of story. Bad poop stories are like it's just like there's nothing you can do. That's the worst part because there isn't. You know what I mean? If it's happening, it's happening. It's like, you know. Uh, yeah, it sucks that another person has to clean up that stairwell, but it's easier to clean up a stairwell than shit all over your pants, dribble it everywhere else, and then sit in your car and just squelch your way home. That's the thing. It's like, if you feel... Because it sounds like this was a torrent of poop. This is... Like, there's no way that's not dripping out your legs. You know what I mean? So it's like, this would have been a trail of shit. I would rather have to clean up a concentrated pile Mm -hmm. than you know, 17 floors of stairs that have just a little fucking chocolate sauce drizzle Mm -hmm. down, down fucking all these stairs. That would suck. That would be insult to injury. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. 
Just do not. And you know what? If she figures it out, that's going to be the end of the relationship, but that's okay. Uh, I'm going to do a quick one. And I, I think we answer this with like one one sentence each or like one one thought each. Um, this comes from Reddit user TK2762. 24-year-old male. So I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw a really cute girl who shares one mutual friend, my best friend's girlfriend, with me on Facebook. I want to message this girl, but I get the sense that girls find the cold approach on social media to be creepy. Doesn't help that my Facebook, Instagram accounts are basically empty. I don't like posting on social media. If I were to message this girl, what would be the best approach or what to say? I'm trying to build my confidence and not be insecure in approaching girls I find attractive. Uh, Don't. Uh, If you really want to do it, talk to your friend's girlfriend. But even then, she's probably like, oh, he saw her on Facebook and thought she was cute. Like, okay, weird. You know what I mean? But that's the only natural way to go about it is like through that connection that you have, especially if you've got like a weird ghost profile. But even 100%. if you, it's not cool, they're not going to be like, oh, great. Another random man sending me some bullshit. Yeah, 100%. Like you have an in. You have, she's a friend of your, hopefully she's a good friend. Hopefully it's not just like a, you know, vague connection. But hmm. if they're good friends, I don't see any, like any reason why you can't, kind of set up a double date or an introduction. At least I would sort of like start with the, your best friend before going to the girlfriend, like yeah. talk to the, your best friend and be like, Hey man, like straight creeping. I saw this cute girl. How does she like, how much does, you know, your girlfriend know her? And then ask your, her, your boy, best friend to talk to the girlfriend on your behalf. Yeah. And if nothing happens from there, then they've decided or they've talked and it hasn't gone well. Or the girlfriend has been like, no, I'm not going to do that. And that's it. Sorry, yeah. you've lost your position. But like, I really don't think anybody should be like cold approaching someone they don't know on fucking social media of all places. The other thing is like, it's it's a double-edged sword because like, one, it's shitty to do and creepy and like no one wants it. And also, there's so many like filters on social media now so like if you're not friends with people it usually goes to like your message requests Mm -hmm. yeah so she probably might not even see it and then your self-esteem gets kicked in the nuts because you think she ignored it yeah so like it's it's a no one wins in that situation so go through the channels that you might actually have a chance to talk to her if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen move on also like if if it if she does see it and it's like oh that's fucking weird and then she's like oh it's like my friend's boyfriend's friend that could reflect badly on them, which could reflect badly on you. Like maybe the girlfriend then doesn't want to hang out with his friend with him. You know, like yeah. it, it's just not fucking worth it. And also no one appreciates that. No one's like, wow, someone saw my picture and thought I was attractive. Because guess what? I'll bet she's got 40 other fucking messages in her fucking thing. And she didn't appreciate any of them either. Mm-hmm. So just no. All right, we're going to wrap this up. You have some tinders for us? Well, you know it. We like to finish off our episode with a, a deep dive of online dating profiles. We comb them for red flags in an effort to, one, laugh at them, and two, make your online dating efforts a little better. Now, we don't get that many men profiles submitted to us, which I think is a shame. So if anyone wants to rectify that, send them this way. So we got one here. Do you want me to start or end with it? Let's start. You want to start? Okay, this is John. He's 41. Six foot. Love music, sports, great outdoor. Classical enthusiast. What do you think so far? I mean, pretty run of the mill. No single moms. If you were a catch, he wouldn't have left you and the kids behind. Damn. (laughs) Okay. Don't, Don't date this man. Well, you did your best, dude. 
<laughs> I'm giving the game a minus 10. Yeah. Yeah, no. No no dice for me. This is a big old red flag. This is Shadnaz. I've traveled more than most people in my age and have more guy friends than girlfriends. Sort of my major and my career made me develop skills to get along with guys better than girls. I'm an influencer. Swipe left if it's an issue. P.S. I get bored. Fart emoji. <laughs> so I unmatch you if you're boring. Shrug emoji. Instagram. Did I have a stroke or did the parent in the middle about the talking to guys thing? Did that make no sense? That made absolutely no sense. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure if I missed something or if I like blacked out. I can only assume she prescribes to the uh, like seduction school of all women are exactly the same. And therefore your major and your career can make you develop skills. So you get along with guys better than girls. That doesn't make sense. Like unless you're majoring in the manosphere and being a sigma male. It yeah, would, you'd actually just get on better with girls because you'd be so uh, no one can understand you. You'd just be, be so rooting in the shadow. I, I, I one appreciate the like influencer warning and two hate that like that's someone's identity. Yeah, like, being an influencer like if you were actually an influencer, you wouldn't need to say it. You realize in this technically influencers because we're sponsored. Yeah, but like I don't say it. Suck it, Shadnaz. uh i'm I'm gonna give it a one like also i get bored no shit everyone does i unmatch you if you're boring yeah no shit everyone says this person is the most boring person i bet it's all one word answers from influencer shadnaz yeah i'm sorry just it's a one uh this is sarah is anal cheating asking for a friend now here's the thing we could be assuming that she's asking if it's like infidelity or perhaps there's a game we don't know that's being played. <laughs> it's true. Like, maybe she's in a soccer league and she's like, hmm, no one talked about... I can't slide tackle, right? I can't shoulder check. <laughs> Can I fuck someone in the ass, though? <laughs> hey, you know what? You got to get that edge on some of those rec leagues one way or another. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a five because I, I just not clear. <laughs> hey... <laughs> It's the people going. This is simply me. Not interested. Is that, their, is that their profile name? That is their name. There's a capital S and a capital M, but it is all one word. Cool. Their picture has put it out in blue writing over over their selfie. I don't okay. understand what we're meant to be putting out, but not interested in just hooking up. So please be more than just a handsome face and have more to offer than just a big cock. I would like to meet someone who is willing to engage in a deeper connection than intimacy. Deeper connection than just intimacy. What is a deeper connection than intimacy? Uh, is she equating intimacy with sex? Because that sounds like what she's doing, which is not right. No, not at all. Maybe she's uh, just found like the next level. Yeah, maybe. Um, you heard of s- intimacy? <laughs> intimacy too. Yeah, I what like this sounds like also someone whose Facebook profile picture is like flowers. It's one of those things. I don't know why, but there's like a certain age, and I think it starts at like 38, where okay. people think that landscape photos are acceptable pictures on online dating. Fair enough. I'm gonna give it a three because it's not offensive, but it's not good. Not good. Yeah. I yeah sure. I agree with that. And then last but not least, we have Shelby. Quote, insert some stupid love quote here, end quote. Some bullshit about me living wine, yoga, dogs in the mountains. Not for the mentally stable, shrug emoji. 
Yeah, like, I love the anger. I love the, like, the approach of, like, it's like, you don't seem like any fun. Why would anyone ever say yes to you other than physical attractive? Yeah, like, I get that they're trying to poke fun at the, like, you know, common conventions of online dating and women's profiles, like, love quote, wine, yoga, dogs, mountains, lol, whatever. They are, they are doing it very well. And then not for the mentally stable. That's, yeah. that's some energy I don't want in my life. Mental stability is an issue in a relationship with you. That's, it's not great. And again, Niall's not being ableist. He's not implying that, you know, having a mental disability or being mentally unstable makes you less of a person. But to specifically call out mental stability. Yeah. It's a uh, weird, like it's a weird flex. I don't know. Cause yeah. it, ableist in its own sense or it's like fetishizing i don't know man it's bizarre it's getting a one from me yeah one sounds good to me guys we gotta we gotta get some more guys tinders in here i'm strongly considering for some reason tinder has been on my phone forever mm-hmm. um, and i'm strongly considering uh rebranding my tinder to a fuck buddies account and setting it to guys and girls do it and just like, what the hell else am I doing? It's We're all locked down, presumably forever at this point. Mm-hmm. So, like, why not? Why well, not just... You You heard that dozens of uh, Canadian businesses are going to open in a few days. That'll save us all. It'll fix all our problems. Yeah, just as the numbers start to drop, they've come up with this genius idea to make them drop further by having bullshit barbecue fiestas like that one asshole. Cool. All right, let's end this. <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we appreciate... The time that you spend with us, it means a lot to us. Um, and we are, we're growing. More of you are listening, and that's very, very cool. Um, Philippines, back on top. Yeah. So, U.S., you, you got to get back in the race. Sadly, our home country of Canada, third place. Yeah, you guys are letting the ball drop. That's okay. You're it, better at hockey pucks, I guess, but. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you know what? I think I prefer the Philippines, to be honest. Like, yeah. if I had to choose between wh- which country we had our uh, the back of, what am I trying to say? No, but also Canada's listening, so shut your goddamn mouth. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, God, Justin Trudeau. It's going to come at us. Regardless of where you are or who you are, thank you for spending time with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing with your friends if you are. It means the world to us. Um, if you would like to reach out and have a question answered or even just say hello, whatever, we're happy to hear from you. Um, you can reach us on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies. Nile is very active on Twitter, so he'll probably get a chance to tweet back to you. Um, you can email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com or you can visit us online at fbuddiespodcast.com and uh, hit the contact button and you'll be able to send us an email and choose your agent name and uh, we'll answer you ASAP. Yeah. Also, Kyle has been, you know, you you know, Kyle, if you've been listening, he's been our guest the most times of any guest. He's wonderful inside and out. He's a legend of a chef. He's just one of the best people in the world and he's been uh, helping us with our social media. So if you realize our Instagram is actually functional and incredible. That is, that is him. So he'll also respond to you or forward on your lovely thoughts and or responses, messages, etc. to us. So yeah, get him up there. Cause he's, he's better at this than we are. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the harvest cities for their song paper stars. And seriously, guys, thank you so much for like our numbers have 
never dipped. Like they've always grown week by week. So someone out there is always telling somebody else to to give it a listen. And that person's staying, you know? And and that means so much to us. You know, you guys are the reason why we do this. So to the people letting their friends know and spreading us further, thank you. Thank you so much. And we appreciate it. And hopefully we will be worthy of the love that you guys give us all the time because we love you guys right back. Absolutely. Um, at the end of the episode, Niall, I don't want to say treats us, but will regale us with some bad sex writing that he finds on the internet or through modern literature. Um, do you have some for us today, Niall? Yeah, I feel bad. I said a nice thing about like all our listeners, and now I'm just going to punish them with this. This is Wildwood by Gino Diaz. She is standing in front of the medicine cabinet mirror, naked from the waist up, her bra slung about her hips like a torn sail, the scar on her back as vast and inconsolable as the sea. You want to return to your buck, to pretend you didn't hear her, but it is too late. Her eyes meet yours, the same big smoky eyes you will have in the future. Venaaka. Venaaka, she, ima- she commands. She is frowning at something on one of her breasts. Your mother's breasts are immensities. One of the wonders of the world. The only ones you've seen that are bigger are in nudie magazines or on really fat ladies. They're 42 triple Ds, and the areolas are as big as saucers and black as pitch, and at their edges are fierce hairs that sometimes she plucks and sometimes she doesn't. These breasts have always embarrassed you, and when you walk in public with her, you are conscious of them. After her face and her hair, her tetas are what she is most proud of. Your father could never get enough of them, she always brags, but given the fact that he ran off on her after their third year of marriage, it seemed that, in the end, he could. Damn. <laughs> if she was a catch, he wouldn't have left! <laughs> That's some real John energy. Uh, my name is Dave Miller. My name is Nospain. Love you guys. And we are your fuck buddies. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs>